Very, very cool. It's a little bit of nostalgia if you're a Bangalorean. If I had to ask you, pick out one ice cream joint that literally shouts out everything Bangalore. The first thing that comes to your mind is, you can shout it out. Kona House. Yeah, it has to be Kona House, right? <laughs> I am so thrilled to welcome um, the founder of uh, the wonderful joint that every Bangalorean has visited a minimum a couple of times a week, especially in the summers. Of course, Mr. Narayan is with us. It's so great to see you in person. Thank you so much for coming by. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me here. What I'm really excited about is that this is like a full slice of nostalgia for a lot of us out there. I mean, you've just completed 40 years in business, which is ridiculous to say the least. But <laughs> you've been serving people for since 1982, right? That's when Corner House opened its first joint. So a lot of people are going to be so thrilled to hear from you and hear, you know, so many stories and whatnot. But 40 years in business, 1982... Uh, a lot has changed. Have you changed as a person, as an entrepreneur, as a person who, you know, has gotten to business in 1982? A lot has has the business changed you? Basically, the values have remained the same. Right. But uh, the dynamics of business keep changing, so one has to change along with those dynamics. When people meet you and they realize that you're the founder of Corner House, are they like, oh my God, let me tell you my favorite flavor. Do, <laughs> do people generally do that? Yes, they do. Good. In fact, they come up with some anecdote or the other. So on that note, let me tell you my favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> my standard order at Corner House is my almond fudge. And that is my favorite. Um, I know most people would tell you the DBC. And I love the DBC, but I'm being honest, I just can't finish the whole thing myself. It's very hard. But, so almond fudge is my literally my, my go-to. Is that is that one of your hottest selling ones? Please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Well, yes, it is one of the hottest selling ones. I right. think primarily because of the almonds. Yeah, because, because the almonds. Because we liberally fry them in amul butter before we serve them. Oh, that's why it tastes so good. That's why it tastes so good. Okay, great. Like I said, 40 years in business, the first ever corner house store was, I mean, it's no longer there where it was, but it opened next to Nagarjuna on Residency Road, right? Under Nagarjuna. Under Nagarjuna. Okay, cool. And when you set that up, what... I mean, what was going through your mind? I mean, I'm sure you didn't expect to do 40 years of... Or maybe you did, I don't know. Setting up the business in 1982, what was that for you? What was that like? The entire business was started basically to earn a living because we yeah. come from a very ordinary background. We sure. just needed to bring the bacon home. Right. So we started off as a food place mm. and uh, we were serving burgers, pizzas, fried chicken, etc. I remember hearing this, yes. yes. Okay, yes. right. And then we experimented along the way with a little bit of Goan food, a little bit of Chinese food. Huh. Some were successful, some were not. And over the years, we, it uh, kind of, you know, metamorphed into, into ice cream. Right. It all happened in 1989 hmm. when a friend of mine was putting up an ice cream plant. Huh. And he was looking for a guaranteed source of sale where people would, but I would be give him a guaranteed order to keep the factory going. Right. That's when I decided to get into the ice cream, into the business of ice cream and started learning. Hmm. Here I need to definitely, after 40 years, I need to mention one name, the name of a dairy consultant 
by the name of uh, Mr. P.K. Dwarkanath, right. who actually took me aside like a pupil and taught me what really ice cream was all about. Right. And that's when I started learning. And after learning what ice cream was all about, I was able to tell Miss friend of mine who was making putting up the factory what my specifications for ice cream were. Very nice. And then he decided to supply me. That's when we started increasing the the varieties of ice cream that we had. We already had ice cream. We had just three varieties. And we increased the variety of ice cream and cut down the scope of food. And and now how many ice cream flavors do you have at Conor? Oh, we've really not had too many. We've just just about 16, 17, 16-17 flavors. But the, the Sundays and stuff, there are a lot of different combinations Sundays. and whatnot. So that's, that's of course, happened. So like you just heard, started with burgers, pizzas, and, and the likes of that. And then what was... What was the reason to go full full hog ice cream? Was the other stuff just not working out or, you know, what was it? No, no, it was working out, but competition was growing. Right. I could see the number of food places mushrooming all over the place. Yeah. And uh, I said it was a great idea to, instead of competing in the same line mm. with those guys, we when we started, we started getting a lot more, uh, actually the turning point. Right. Let me tell you the turning point. Yeah. When we started getting the uh, guaranteed source of supply, we experimented with a very interesting concept in those days. We didn't have Vizzy coolers in those days. Okay. So we had an old refrigerator, an old freezer. Right. We cut the door open and we put a glass there. Okay. And then we found that whatever you saw in photographs was not necessarily what you got on the table. Correct. So we decided to actually put up a model of the original ice cream that we planned to serve in the same glasses. Originally, oh. we started with ice cream. Right. We found the ice cream was melting in, in, in quick yeah. succession. Yeah. So we decided to uh, so boil potatoes, scoop out potatoes and simulate ice cream and uh-huh. then top it up with uh, all the toppings that looked, you know, that you had to put onto the ice cream. Got it. So people were able to see, people were able to get an idea and come to the conclusion that what you see is what you get. Nice. Okay. So okay. from there, that business took off. Right. When it took off from there, the business started growing to a certain extent mm. that we found table rotations were happening very yeah. quickly on the ice cream. Yeah. And the competition decided to send their customers to us as feeders. Right. After post, post the meal. Right. So when that was happening, we decided to do away with the food altogether and in 1990, 1995, right. if I'm not uh, wrong, 1995. Right. And since then, we started only exclusively on ice cream. On ice creams. What is uh, really cool is that for that tenure, 1982, when you started, um, of course, Corner House, and then uh, today where we are, you've done, you, I think you said 20 odd years in, on the floor uh, of Corner House. So a lot of people, if they visit, I think now the Indranagar outlet, they will see you there, especially in the first half, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, not really. I've not been on the floor for too long lately. Right. Because I don't no, no, think... For I, the first 20 years, I meant. Yeah. First correct. 20 years, I um, uh, was only on Residency Road. Residency Road. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so I was cool. always there right. on the floor. How was that experience for you? Personally? It was an amazing experience. Yeah. An amazing What's the best thing about doing, you know, stuff on the floor over there? The idea, the best thing about being on the floor was to be able to gauge huh. what the customer was already thinking Hmm. while he was waiting for his ice cream or waiting for his product. And if he wasn't happy by looking at the facial expressions, you you had to be able to uh, anticipate that he was not quite happy and try to change it because ultimately let's face it our business is a happy business yeah and ice cream is happiness the, yeah yeah of course unless the customer is happy there's no point speaking of happiness I don't know if you're aware but uh, you're actually also the reason for a lot of Bangaloreans finding their better halves oh so yes you're <laughs> oh yes oh yes yeah, a lot of these uh, people come for dates at Corner House for the first time ever so I'm sure being on the floor you would have seen that as well absolutely you have absolutely. any you have any stories for me plenty tell me one plenty. tell me one that comes to your mind <laughs> 
of our, our first date at Corner House. Oh, I've had several people who've come across. In fact, they've come across years later with their children saying, we used to date here. Oh, and so today sweet. we have our kids. Right. But I must tell you one anecdote. Please, which really please, please. Uh, on, on a day, um, just a normal routine working day in the afternoon, there was a, a gentleman, a client, a customer who came across to the cash counter and requested me to come to the table. Right. I genuinely thought there was a complaint. Problem, so I yeah. Handle it. Yeah. So I went across to the, company, uh, to the table and said, is there anything I can do? And immediately there were about 12, 14 people jammed around a table which normally accommodates six. Huh. And they all stood up and gave me a standing ovation. I really didn't understand what this ovation was all about. Huh. So then the senior gentleman in the group turned around and said, we just want to thank you for giving us the opportunity of sharing happiness in this place over four generations. Oh, wow. So that really made my day. Wow. And it's made my, that, that anecdote has remained, this episode has remained my, in my memory ever since then. Wow. Four gen, so all, you're telling me four generations was at that table? Four generations were at that table. 14 of them were there. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's so nice to hear. So, um, when people, of course, come and tell you that, hey, you know, we've had so many memories. I mean, that's a, I mean, you can't put, you can't put a price on that. That's a, like a priceless memory uh, of, of all these things that have happened over the years. And you've seen it for 40 odd years. Yeah. But there have been ups and downs. You want to, Kind of, I mean, we always focus on the rosy aspects, but uh, you know, I'm sure as other entrepreneurs out here would love to hear some not so good times and how you decided to tackle those. Would you like to tell us about one of those? Well, uh, there will always be problems in business. There will always be problems on supply. Mm. There will be a drought year where there's no milk. There yeah. will be another oh, year. There's this other thing. No, what's it called? Uh, COVID-19. Um, <laughs> it's a great thing that's been happening off late. Yes, so, yeah. COVID-19 hit us all. Yeah, I'm sure everybody will... I realized that COVID-19 hit every establishment mm, in this country. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, we did close for 40 odd days in the month of uh, uh, April, March, March, April. March, April. Yeah. We yeah. opened again on May, May the 8th. Mm -hmm. But I'm very happy to say that we were in a position and uh, we supported our staff. We supported everybody who was there mm. and they stayed on with us. And here I have to say a big thank you to mm. my staff in particular right. who has stuck by me right through thick and thin. Wonderful. I owe them, owe them big. Yeah, that's a Thank nice you, thank you staff. Um, so getting back to the downs and how you handle them, is there so something that comes to your mind that has been a big learning for you? I'm, I'm kind of asking this from a perspective of there are other entrepreneurs who, you know, a lot of times I think we see only a lot of the positive side of, um, you know, of uh, what do you call it, uh, entrepreneurship. We don't see the, neg people don't talk about the negatives as much and the learnings from the same. Would you like to tell us one of those? Well, I like to look at life very positively. Mm. So for me, everything negative that has taken place has been learning. Experience. Learning for you. Yeah. I like to move forward. Mm. I like to move. I, in fact, I'm, I refuse to think back. Good. And okay. I'm not going to give you any negative episode because nice. that's going to put off. Because ice cream is happiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Fair enough. Um, from the perspective of uh, 1982 to now, Bangalore has changed tremendously. And being the person who's been sitting on the floor and looking at these various customers coming, or be it, you know, opening out a couple of franchises here and there, opening out new outlets and things like that. You've also seen the city evolve in front of your eyes um, more than a lot of people have, right? Because you've been an entrepreneur sitting around for 40 odd years. So how have how has the city changed for you? What have you noticed uh, personally over the years about this wonderful city that has just evolved into so much more than it was in 1982? 
this is probably one of the most fascinating cities I've ever lived in. Mm. I've lived here for 40 years, but before that I was elsewhere. But yes, the city has grown to such a great extent that, and the habit and the 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 uh, food habits have changed to a great extent mm. over the last 40 years. Mm. A lot of people, the, due to the influx of people coming in from outside, and uh, earlier uh, ice cream used to be a very seasonal business. Mm. It used to be only in the summer. So everybody would ask us how business was in the season. Mm. Today there is no season. Yeah. The season is right through the year. Yeah. Because people want places to hang out in. They want places to go and share and uh, the you know uh, basically sit around and have a good time with uh, their friends and family. Mm. So yes, the there is no season at all. Right. Right. But uh, yes, the uh, volumes have gone up mm. and opportunities are huge. Right. Opportunities in Bangalore are huge. I still say Bangalore is good for many, many. There's so much action out here. Mm. We haven't even covered, I would say, 30% of banks. So you still feel there's lots more for Ghana Oh, to huge, do? huge. Yeah? Yes, huge. Great. I uh, wish I could do it, <laughs> but I'm not sure how much I'll be able to, uh, how much I'll be able to uh, uh, achieve. In your in lifetime. This, yes, yeah. in my lifetime. Sure. But I'm not even looking outside Bangalore other than Mysore. Yeah. Uh, because the opportunities are very, very big here. Mm. And also, like you started by saying, you have a big attachment to the city. You love this city so much. I uh, just love this city. Yes. Mm, yeah. This and also, you have a wonderful son now who's who's, who's doing other stuff and other cool things with your oh, brand. Yes. So oh, yes. That's my, nice. My son and his partner are ably supporting us. Wonderful. In right. uh, the back end mm. with a lot of bakery stuff and whatever right. cake and whatever yeah. uh, bakery stuff that you get in Corner House. Wonderful. Um, also, you know, from a perspective, I should tell you this fun story, by the way. So, my wife, uh, Kasturi, and... Um, and I, when we first kind of met, and one of the first things we we decided um, when we we weren't even dating that time was to go for a late night ice cream date. I kid you not, we were supposed to go to Corner House, okay? But this was at some obscure hour, finished work very very late, and then you're like, okay, let's get some ice cream. We ended up going out at about I think twelve twelve thirty, and I think at that time. You won't open up, obviously. What time do you guys shut generally? Normally around 11.30. 11.30, right? So, weren't open. We drove, I think, if I'm not mistaken, do you have one on Mosk Road, near Mosk Road, right? Somewhere? Richards Park. On the Richards Park, yeah. Yes. So, we drove there and we realized, oh no, it's shut. So, what do we do? And, and weirdly, it was around the time of Ramadan. So, um, we were we were not sure as to what to do. Uh, we went to Mosque Road and uh, had uh, some kulfi at some random thing. But our plan was to actually go to Ghana House for the first time, right? Which didn't happen. So so much so that every time on that particular day uh, of the year, we end up going and having kulfi on Mosque Road and then doing the second. Uh, part of that meal at Corner House. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> so that's something <laughs> nice to you. It's a nice little tradition. And I'm sure you've had many people over the years who have tell, told you these these late night uh, habits, of course, that they have um, or mid-afternoon, you know. Uh, in fact, when we were at our museum road office, we used to very often walk down to your to your um, one at Airlines. Right. And that's also become a very iconic place in a weird way. When do you, when do you feel like Corner House changed from just being a regular ice cream shop into uh, being like almost like a, a Bangalore thing, like a Bangalore brand, something that Bangalore is known for. Did you ever feel in your 40 years in your career there was that one moment where it flipped and then you're like, okay, we have gone past just being a regular shop. Is there a turning point that was there? Very difficult question to answer. Mm. You know, we are so involved in the operations of the of the business right. that we really rarely realize what's really going on outside mm. and what 
people how people perceive us right yes it's only when people from outside come and tell us that you are now like a brand yeah. then we realize that the work that we're doing is mm. now making us something like a brand right but uh, yes around i would say around 2010 Hmm. 2010 no, 2005 was the real this thing this was when Carlton Tars we were in Carlton Tars mm. oh, and the, uh, yeah. yeah 2000 we opened in 2000 and 2005 it took us 5 years to consolidate that but 2005 really was the tipping point right and that's when things started i mean earlier we used to i when I'm, when asked what i was doing i used to say i run a a little ice cream business so have you heard of conaus right then people asked started asking me <laughs> whether i had heard of conaus oh yes how things change so that's my favorite question whenever i go anywhere <laughs> right. whether i'm traveling on a train or a bus ha. or ha. or do you have kids yeah. yes do your kids eat ice cream yeah yes if they eat ice cream where do they eat ice cream ha so they think and then they in what 7 out of 10 the first name is conaus i keep quiet i never tell them that i'm part of the yeah, yeah, yeah. organization but it's great to listen to yeah, yeah. the outside perception the per- uh, perception outside absolutely when when people say this of course um the same with the same breath they say corner house there's also a, like a you know at the back of their mind is thinking about your we were just talking about this outside your your, your chocolate sauce yes right which is um more like your and like ali's nodding over there because <laughs> but anyways so um that's also one big secret recipe right and it's also something that nobody has been able to replicate why <laughs> primarily because i think i do the mixing myself oh you do yes still after so many years the final mixing is done by me okay or by my son dhananjay ha huh. and uh, the uh, the the blending of the cocos is done by us right very very uh, expertly and there has been absolutely no variation and no compromise huh. in the material that goes in so over the years do you have like a central kitchen where all the uh, uh, chocolate sauce goes out of or yes, yes. Okay. we have a central kitchen so it's made in one spot uh-huh. and then it's delivered to all the branches oh, to all the branches yeah. nice so um from that perspective and you know doing that special process and things like that there have been slight alterations over the years you've changed things here and there or we have to yeah okay we have to and and why is that largely because of uh, lack of raw material okay sometimes we were using some very good cocoa from sri lanka huh. then sri lanka shut down then uh-huh. we were lucky to get something from indonesia right. and we blended it with something from holland so you've done all this experimentation where you've gone here and there and try to sample and see what works for you right no i haven't gone out okay. i've been able to receive like receive it okay. been able to receive a lot of cocoa coming in mm. because of the consumption a lot of people come and say why don't you try this one why don't you try that i never stop trying i right. keep on blending and i keep on trying to get the right you do a little blending at home yourself or yes i do the blending do? myself at home so yes. some sampling and all happens at home absolutely my next question is obviously how do you manage remain to stay in shape through all of this <laughs> <laughs> how are you not some uh, 600 pound man sitting on a chair with all access to the <laughs> to all the ice creams and chocolate sauce at your disposal I'll, i'll make this wonderful little i'll tell you this wonderful little line yeah. that came from mary poppins huh. just a spoonful of sugar <laughs> makes the medicine go down <laughs> Oh gosh. So uh, but do you end up eating a lot of the ice cream and very, chocolate? Very, very little. A teaspoon at a time. A teaspoon at a time. Yeah. And that has changed over the years or 
uh, it has always been a teaspoon at a time. No, not really. I mean, one uh, my favorite was a kekumoka actually. Ha. Okay. My favorite has always been a kekumoka because it's still is. A, yes, still is. Okay. It's so a little bit of sweet, no? Yeah, it's a little so, bit of sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh that has been your favorite. I was just going to ask you your favorite and then you already told and particularly uh you know did you have uh, what are generally the the customer favorites like what's top selling by the way i didn't ask you that what top selling is normally a, is uh, usually a cake fudge or a death by chocolate right right and amongst the kids the death by chocolate amongst the youngsters the death by chocolate is a great right and formulating all these sundays and coming up with it is there someone you have helping you or is how how has that worked over the years actually all the formulation was done by uh, by my team and myself mm. way back in 1996 uh, 97 yeah after that i i must admit uh, i become a little bankrupt with ideas mm. so i depend on the young dhananjay to add some stuff so he's been able to conjure some stuff in the bakery ha. which we can combine dhananjay and his partner kalyan who is the mastermind behind the bakery actually ha. okay and uh, kalyan comes up with new stuff each time crazy and okay. we keep checking it out and seeing what will work what and what won't yeah. yeah how do you i'm again like seeing dhananjay also like you know how you guys manage to stay in shape but i'm just going to move over that because that's really how many how many outlets are we talking in bangalore at the moment we're talking about 21 21 yeah 21 21 including myself including myself yeah. in bangalore and like you said you spoke about this whole um Uh, of course aspect where you don't want to go past bangalore you love bangalore you want connors to be a bangalore thing so i don't want to go past bangalore i yeah. think there's so much work left in bangalore to, to do right so that when we finish that then we take it at, at that time take it up at that time right now um we had a fun bit of conversation but i think my last bit that i want to kind of get into um <clears throat> is you've definitely had some some cool people walk into the walk into corner house over the years i'm sure um anyone that comes to your mind whereby these you know like a really maybe i don't know so maybe a celebrity or something and you you didn't expect that person to kind of walk in and you would your jaw dropped when this person walked in because usually people's jaw drops out of they taste your ice cream right so they're like oh this is great but when did that flip, when did you know that happened for you did somebody walk in and you completely did not expect it I'm sure you've had people walking over the years or at least your staff has seen people walking over the years. Yes, yes. Um I remember when uh, Rahul Dravid walked in. Ha. Okay. It was a great day for yeah. us. He was sitting in the corner. Ha ha. Which uh, outlet was this? Is in Residency Road. Residency Road. Yes. And then lately in Indira Nagar. Okay. About 6 7 years ago. Okay. Then uh, Nandan Nilekani was a regular walk-in from uh, <laughs> from uh, Manipal Center when Infosys had their office there. Right, right, and right, right. Along with Mohandas Pai and all sure, these guys. They sure. used to come in for that sure. afternoon uh, fix. Uh-huh. I call it the hot chocolate fudge. <laughs> the hot chocolate fudge. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and your interactions with them, I, I feel like over forty years, your interactions with customers, it's large. Doesn't matter who they are. Your interaction is largely the same with all your customers. Oh, yes. Um, other than the the lovely story you told me of uh, the the four generations at the table, um, is there another interaction that you recall that comes to your mind that really you know uh, sits with you for life? I must tell you I this. Your eyes shining right about now, brother. I, I, I tell you this hilarious story. <laughs> sure. Okay. About this young boy uh, who obviously loved his food, and he came by and he said, "Uncle, I've forgotten my wallet at home, but I need to eat death by chocolate." Sounds like. So I said, "Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We fix it later." Huh. So you can always have your mum call me. Huh. And uh, how young was this boy? He must have been about twelve. Oh, that. 12, okay. 13. Okay. Ha ha ha. Okay. So he was in school uniform. And this is how recent. 
This was a few years ago. Okay. Few years. I okay. think he must be around 34 now. Oh, so oh okay. Okay. For 35, I'm in touch with him. Okay. So he was able to finish three death by chocolates uh, running, one after the other. Three death by chocolates. So he said, sir, uncle, don't worry about the bill. My mom will fix it. <laughs> so then his mother did call and said, how many did he have? So I said, he had three and I'm surprised. Huh. He says, no, I'm surprised because he's asking for dinner now. <laughs> oh gosh gosh I can't even put down one like at least even when I was slightly younger also I couldn't put down one or three three of those are you kidding me three of those a lot of sugar number one and to go home and have dinner after that right. my mom would smack me I'm just being honest she's like you know three are you crazy like even if I had one my mom's like it's a lot you know like space it out you should have the, you should get that as well right people say Keep it, have it the next day. <laughs> but ice cream, I mean, is great when you have it and the next day also, I mean, it's it's there's no change. It's not like biryani. You know, you get the next day, it always tastes better. Yeah. Great. My last little bit that I want to do is, of course, um, let's kind of do like a small little game whereby we'll talk about a certain Bangalore-like situation and you tell me an ice cream combination that goes with that Bangalore-like situation mm-hmm. from Corner House, mm-hmm. right? It could be an ice cream flavor, it could be a sundae, it could be whatever your choice. Something on your menu. What situation goes with what flavor slash type of ice cream? All right? Let's start with one simple one. Being stuck in Bangalore traffic. You're really thinking. Mm. <laughs> well, you can't wait too long because the ice cream's going to melt. <laughs> Something that you got to, you know, savor. Right. Over a period of time. Right. A cake fudge would be good. Huh. Because as the ice cream keeps melting and the chocolate sauce gets into the ice cream and the cake and gets gooey, huh. it goes down extremely well. Uh, number two, when auto uncle asks for one and a half, I feel I've really given you an exam right I'll, now. I'll, I'll give you a scoop instead. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, so which 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 flavor of scoop are we so doing? So I give the auto uncle a scoop instead ha. of one and a half. Are you doing a little flavor? Of, <laughs> tell me which flavor of his scoop? Uh, for auto uncle, it'll be dry fruit. Dry fruit. Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. This is, uh, number three, for a nice little walk in Coven Park. I'll make this even more interesting. The two lovers in Coven Park. All right. Ha. A nice little walk for them. What would you give them? Something that will last longer and hmm. longer. Yes, a good shake, actually, a thick shake, a thick which shake. is made so thick that it takes a long time to come up to straw. That oh, <laughs> nice! I like it. Okay, cool. So it extends the walk. Perfect. Okay, great. By the way, your chocolate malt one is one of my favorites as well. Right. And Jesus, I cannot finish it in one sitting. Number four. All right, and we got two more of these. Number four. For when you're stuck in silk board traffic. Oh wow, that is a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> Caramelo pudding. Yeah, the, the one with butterscotch ice cream? The one with butterscotch ice cream. Nice. Yeah, because okay. it's all, the traffic is bittersweet, right? Right, it is. So it is, it is. You must go for that. Lovely. You've not picked Kekamoka for anything like, yet, no? Not yet. Not no, yet. No, okay, no. And this is my last one. So you see if you want to put Kekamoka for this one. Uh, the last one definitely being after a nice, and I'm also asking this because of your first outlet, after a nice belting at Nagarjuna <laughs> and with a heat on your lips and on your tongue, um, you know, with that solid heat. I'm very conservative in this. Okay. I would go for a good old simple vanilla. Really? Yes. Okay, just to cut the spice. This has been such a fun bit of conversation to get to know your side of, of everything Corner House. And um, 40 years of of this wonderful little brand that has evolved into so much more than just being a, you know, a, a corner house, right, of an ice cream shop. Um, I'm sure so many people listening slash watching this would like to say thank you and give you the tightest hug. Uh, this has been a 
dream conversation for me honestly to just you know pick at your brain a little bit and to thank you on behalf of all Bangaloreans for what you've not even realized that you've done over the years i i wish you all the very best i wish uh, dananjay also all the very best in you know carrying on whatever it is and uh, is there any parting words you'd like to say to all the Bangaloreans yes i would yes i love you bangalore thank you so much for being there thank you so much this has been super great to have you here and i really appreciate you coming by thank you thanks